Welcome to another episode of the Detox Podcast, a culture and conversation podcast where you can detox from the world around you and get a window into how other people live their lives. Come detox with Detox. On today's show, oh, what a treat do I have for you. I get to speak to Walter Manuel Jones, Walter Jones, the original Black Power Ranger, Zach, as he's known on the TV show today. We're talking about how he got the role, a little bit of background in him going um, from the show to the Power Rangers Once and Always special on Netflix that's dropping tomorrow, April 19th, 2023. And we also talk about how important it was for him to be uh, representation, visibly diverse, first black superhero on network TV. It was a huge responsibility, and he talks all about that. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Before we get there, I do want to let you know that today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Empire Toys. Nostalgia is something everyone loves, as we know from today's episode. And Empire Toys in Keller, Texas is on Nostalgia Overload. With toys and action figures from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and today, Empire Toys is a one-stop shop for a trip down memory lane and a chance to reclaim what was once yours, but likely sold at a garage sale. Check out Empire Toys on Facebook, Instagram, or at TheEmpireToys.com. And by Self Unbound. Your quality of life, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, is a direct reflection of the level of abundant energy, ease, and connection your nervous system has to experience your life. At Self Unbound, your nervous system takes center stage as we help unbind your limited healing potential through network spinal care. Access the first steps to your Unbound journey by following us on Facebook, Instagram, or at www.selfunbound.com. Now, without further ado, my episode with Walter Jones is right up after this. Welcome back to the Detox Podcast. With me at this time, I'm very excited. I've got the man himself, Walter Jones. Walter, how are you doing today? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm blessed. How are you? I'm doing well. You know, I'm excited. It's 2023. It's 30 years from the Power Rangers. There's a new special that's coming out, so we're going to talk about that yes. in a minute. So yeah. I'm, I'm doing well overall. <laughs> I'm happy to hear, brother. Well, here at the Detox Podcast, uh, we like to invite people to quote unquote detox from the world around them, take 30 minutes or so and just tune into a conversation, get a perspective into how other people live their lives. And so I always like to ask my guests right at the top of the show, uh, Walter, I'll ask you, what are you currently quote unquote detoxing from right now in your life? Oh, what am I detoxing from in my life? Wow. Uh, well, I'm detoxing from... Uh, from non-exercise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting back in the gym and I'm trying to stay as healthy as possible. And, uh, you know, just trying to make my, myself the best that I can be. I like that. You know, I think it's, um, uh, I will say, so there was a new rec center that opened up uh, near my house right at the beginning of the year. And it was a good opportunity to, to kind of get the whole family in on kind of a new health journey for all of us. And it's been, I would say, you know, I think with, with some people, myself, I'm including myself in this, it can, the relationship with having played sports and trying to get back into a regular exercise routine can feel a little daunting when you don't right. have sort of a coach right there every step of the way. Um, yeah. But but using this as an opportunity to to get us together has been a lot of fun. We've all found something that we've enjoyed. And, you know, I bought a new basketball the other day, and we've been enjoying taking it out and trying it out once a week. So it's been going well. Yeah. Well, it definitely helps to have somebody to uh, to bounce stuff off with and talk about basketball. Right. <laughs> but, like, to, uh, you know, to inspire you, to help, you know, help you in, in work out or in the process. Like, 
one of the things I love to do is dance. So that is, uh, you know, I, I can dance. I do partner dancing. So salsa, bachata, kizomba, zouk. And I find that when I'm dancing, I don't realize I'm exercising, but I'm exercising for hours. And it's enjoyable and it makes me happy and it's social. So I think that social setting definitely um, it it applies to to working out or basketball or whatever you do because uh, you're having fun. Exactly. That's the key right there, right? I think as long as you're having fun and you're getting your body moving and you're enjoying what you're doing, then you get the ability to to do kind of two two things at the same time. You're staying yeah. healthy and you're having fun. It's a it's, it's a good workout for your for your mental and your heart. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, well, I'm excited to have you on the show. You know, I mentioned it at the beginning about the 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 Power Rangers special, and we're going to get into that. But I want to I want to for people who don't know um, your background, sort of coming to the role. So I, for uh, me personally, I think a lot of people who may be listening to it first got introduced to you as an actor in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers as a character of Zack. Um, some may have been uh, watching Disney original uh, movies. Uh, Brink may have been one of their favorites. I'm pointing to myself right here, right? I was yes. huge into rollerblading, so that was a key moment for me as well. Um, but I want to talk about what were some of your early days like acting, and then how did you actually get the role of Zach in Power Rangers? Uh, you know, I, I've, uh, I went to a school of performing arts. I studied at USIU SPVA. That was um, United States International University School of Performing and Visual Arts. Uh, there I studied musical theater. Um, so I studied dancing, jazz, tap, ballet, I studied singing, choral ensemble, uh, vocal classes, and uh, piano, and I also studied acting. So uh, that included mime and a number of other things, stunt coordination and um, well, stunt combat combat training, um, those kind of things. It it got me started in the industry, and I, I went on to do a number of musical theater plays um, in San Diego at Old Town Theater. Uh, everything from the Wiz to funny thing happened on the way to the Forum to um, you know West Side Story. I was I was Tino Maria. He killed your brother. <laughs> like, yes, so I did these things. That kind of started my acting career. Um, I would say professionally in theater, and then I went on to continue to be an entertainer um, and an actor uh, in different shows. Everything from um, I worked at, at Universal Studios as and the Wild West Stunt Show and the Beetlejuice Graveyard Review playing Wolfie, <laughs> you know, like and uh, and and then I I, I forayed into uh, extra work for different shows, Nine Hundred Two One Zero, Saved by the Bell, different things, um, until uh, I was able to get an agent, and um, my agent sent me on auditions, and one of the first auditions, big auditions I had for a television show was Power Rangers, so. Um, when I came to that audition, I was very ready. Yeah. I was already trained as an actor, trained as a dancer. I studied gymnastics, I studied martial arts. And uh, what they were looking for was a, a a young teenager to play, well, a teen, somebody to play a teenager uh, and, and build this character that had his own form of martial arts, which was called hip hop keto. So that incorporated all my skill sets. So it was like, oh, I can do martial arts, I can dance. I could do gymnastics and I'm an actor, bing, bang, boom, put right. me in the audition room and I'm going to kill it. So that's what it was. That's awesome. That's, 
So cool. Now, when uh, you talked about that they were looking for someone specifically in that style, how did your uh, kind of screen test and audition go? Did they ask you to demonstrate? Or I should say, how did they ask you to demonstrate your style? Well, yeah, I went in for the audition. Uh, I was given some sides to read for the character, Zach. Um, And, uh, you know, it was basically a teenager, kind of a jock, very popular, you know, well-loved. And I think I had two scenes. I did that with the casting director. And then afterwards, they said, so um, can you can you do any dancing? And I'm like, yeah, dance hip hop. And so they were like, can you show us a little something? So I did some hip hop moves, you know, like I broke it down, did some water waving. I also break dance. So I did some some break dance moves. And they're like, oh, that was nice. It was great. Now, can you do any martial arts? I'm like, yeah, I can do martial arts. I studied uh, Ishiru as a kid. I was a brown belt in Ishiru. I've uh study a few other things. So yeah, let me show you something. I did a little kata, some punches, some kicks, you know. And then they said, uh, can you do any gymnastics? I know this room is small, um, but if you can show us anything. So I did a back tuck and they were like, oh, that was that was great. That was wonderful. Now, can you put it all together? Uh, all of it? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. And I was like, okay. You know, my improv spirit kicked in and I thought about it. I was like, okay, so, um, and I mean, they explained that they wanted it all together because they wanted to look at like a form of fighting. Yeah. Um, and they explained to me hip hop keto was this form of fighting that utilized hip hop, which was very hot in the nineties. Yeah. Hip hop was all the thing, it was all the rage. So uh, I thought about it. I, I, I bowed in with like a, like I did a kata, I bowed in, and then I did a couple of like traditional moves, went to like some breakdance moves, did a swipe, went to the ground, did like a a, a car, I mean, a water wheel with my leg, came up, did a backflip and bowed out. And they were like, yes, that's what we're looking for. So can you come back again Wednesday? Um, we're going to have you seen by the, the producers and, and went from the producers to the network to, you know, like, callbacks to a screen test and they ended up with three different casts that they liked. So there were three casts of five Rangers um, and there was like a tall cast, there was a short cast and there was like a, a kind of a character cast. And it was interesting to see how every cast had their Zach and every Zach had their style of hip hop keto. So yeah. we had to display that for the network, you know, and um one of them uh, is a guy named Wiley who actually went on to play Michael Jackson in a movie. He's no longer with us, but he was a great guy. Um, his form of martial arts, his hip hop keto kind of incorporated like Michael Jackson type moves, oh, which was interesting. Um, and the other guy, he he uh, he had a hip hop style, but he wasn't the best dancer. Um, and so, you know, when I came up to do my thing, it was like, oh, the you know, at that point, it was maybe a week and a half later, I had some time to really apply what I was going to do. And, uh, you know, it, it, I killed it. So it worked out. The style was nice. They were like, okay, all right, we'll see where you're going with that. And then, of course, the chemistry between my cast and I, we had taken some time to get together and go have a meal and talk about our characters and why we were together and what our friendship was like, what kind of things we might, we might have to deal with. We kind of build a backstory around who yeah. we were as a group of friends. And um, our chemistry was awesome. So uh, at the end of the day, and our, you know, going through our network auditions, our cast as well, and they picked, we were the short cast, by the way. <laughs> and and uh, they picked us and, you know, 
we started our journey to uh, now 30 years. You know, that's, it's crazy. That's incredible. I want to, I want to talk about how something that was, so I was, um, I was the target demographic for Power Rangers when it aired, right? So I was in yes. elementary school. I was, um, I was hooked by this, you know, I was, karate was all the rage, right? So that was something that, right. you know, all my friends, we were all in, into it. And so it, it aired. And I remember everybody had their favorite. We're always playing like make-believe Power Rangers right out in the backyard. In fact, my wife today, she talked about how she went as a pink ranger, right, for Halloween. And like, that was something. And I was all about like, um, you know, there were different times where I was black, blue, red, green, white. I mean, just all the way through, right? And so, yeah. um, but something that I, that was really cool for me, both in the moment and, and looking back is how I don't, I think, there was such a lack of, of, of visible diversity representation within superhero culture and, and media at that time. And Absolutely. to have, and to have you be such a key character in this popular show gave representation yeah. that, that didn't really exist. I think now we see uh, film franchises like black Panther, right? TV shows like right. black lightning. I mean, these, these iconic characters that are doing incredible things, that wasn't always a guarantee when 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 there was an absence of it on in TV and, and in the movies in Hollywood. So I want to talk about maybe what's your perspective looking back 30 years later and getting the opportunity to be such a such a visible representation in in superhero culture and in media. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting because once we started filming, you know, I, I thought about it. I was like, you know, I, I never. I never saw a black superhero on television. I was like, am I, am I the first? Let me think about that. Uh, okay, so there was Mantis. That was like a a, a, a movie of the week type movie. Yeah. I think it was Tony Todd that, that played it. And, and he was a black superhero. And I was like, I can't remember that. But I don't remember there ever being a television series with a black superhero. And in fact, it turns out I am the first black superhero on live action TV. And... And right away that hit me as a large responsibility and, and an honor because uh, the people I'd grown up looking at TV were, um, you know, I obviously we had the Cosby show, which was awesome, uh, groundbreaking. But the, what I'd grown up with was like Good Times and, and the Jeffersons, which were awesome shows, but often shown in a way that was, you know, kind of like, it, it was funny, but it wasn't... Um, they they stood out as as not they weren't part of a diverse group they were sure. isolated you know right. uh, they weren't a, within a group of friends that were like minded and stood out as not just you know stood out as one of the group like that was it, what was important about Power Rangers is not only was I the first black superhero but yes i was in a group of diverse friends and we were all equal in our own way we were right. all stood out as powerful and smart and successful in being the best that we could be yeah. um i like to say that when power rangers came out one of the things i think that appealed to kids or that i've noticed over the 30 years um how it applied was that we were teenagers with attitude, right? But we were teenagers with attitude, not because we were delinquent, but because we were specialists in what we did. We all had talents yeah. and together as a team made us the best that we could be. You know, it was like when we came together, it was like, uh-oh, 
You know, now you got all the combined talents. You got martial artists, you got gymnasts, you got, you know, dancers, you got like all everything. And they can all do everything, but some people are better at certain things, you know? Yeah. And you when you combine them together, they are unstoppable. So uh, I was excited to be part of that. And I see it now. I mean, I travel the world doing Comic-Cons, meeting the fans. And uh, it's interesting because we have three decades of fans. Uh, and that is bizarre. <laughs> it's bizarre because people come up to me and they show me pictures of me hugging them when they were five or six. Wow. And, and now they're like so big that they're hugging me. And I look like they're <laughs> kid. You know, it's crazy. It's like, it's wild. I mean, I have like these, you know, six, six dudes come up to me, like 340 pounds, like <laughs> with hands that engulf mine. And they're almost in tears because they're like, man, I grew up with you, you know? Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, wow, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing to me to see uh, how much everybody's grown and how we've grown with them. And, and also the fact that they come now, not only alone, but they come with their kids. And their kids step up to me first. Like, yeah. hey, I just want to let you know, I grew up watching you. And I'm like, well, how old are you? I'm 11. I'm like, <laughs> okay, all right. You grew up watching me. Well, when did you start watching it? You know? Yeah. And they're like, I've been watching it since I was like three or four. Because, you know, I'll often get the story that parents will say, yeah, I came home one day for work, man. My, my kid was watching Power Rangers. And I looked at it. I was like, and the thing is, they were watching you. They weren't watching the other one. They were watching like the originals. And I'm like... Hey, hey, scoot over, you know, <laughs> they, it took them right back to their childhood and nostalgia of that. And now it's something they can share together. And what an amazing thing. And that's in 40 countries. Yeah. That's in Ireland and Scotland and Australia and Brazil. I mean, like everywhere I've gone, you know, it's the same story. And uh, I'm just really proud to have been in something that was so positive and that's left so many waves of encouragement and positivity on the fans. I agree. You know, you brought up something that was really cool about the teenagers with attitude and everybody had their specialty and blending it together. It makes this incredible, incredibly diverse, both visible diversity and then diversity of skills and background uh, team, which is yes. able to succeed. Right. And so they're not coming together to be the same. They're coming as they are fully individually to fold into a greater good. And that's what's, that's, what's really cool. And I think you see a lot of those types of stories being told now. I think that they're more common in, in a lot of ways. And yes. it was very unique and different and unlike anything that had been seen uh, up to that point. So that was incredible. Um, the theme for our show this year for detox is reconnection. And so reconnection can mean a, a lot of different things. Uh, I've uh, interpreted it for the show as the ability to revisit uh, previous experiences uh, with new knowledge and new perspectives. So I think it's perfect that now 30 years later, you've got the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always special dropping. If you're listening to this on the day it releases, it releases tomorrow on April 19th on Netflix, uh, that Power Rangers special um, where you get to revisit uh, familiar situations with new perspectives. So talk to me about how that opportunity came up and what your thoughts have been uh, since filming it and getting ready for the release. Well, um, you know, it's interesting because I, I've been off of the show for 28 years. And now to go back and revisit the character that I built 30 years ago, um, it was incredibly surreal 
that, that's the word I will use. Um, it, it was comfortable. It was like wearing a glove because, you know, my character, Zach, Zachary Taylor, is very much like me. I mean, he has my energy. He has my my uh, way of thinking. You know, I, I grew up being um, kind of a, a, a hero in the family. Meaning I, I always stood up for people that were... Um, I stood up for people that were weaker. I mean, I, I always stood up as as someone to to be a protector of other people. Um, I grew up in a single family household with my mom and my sister. So I've been the man of the house since I was four, and I carry that responsibility as, you know, if you if you, something's gonna happen, you got to come through me first. Yeah. That's the way I grew up. So that is in the character of Zachary Taylor, and it's continued to be part of my life. Um, and now I'm a father, and obviously that 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 translates to my kids as well. It's like yeah. you know I'm I'm Papa Bear. Yeah. You're not gonna mess with my kids <laughs> because my babies, and yeah. you got to go through me first. And yeah. that protective aspect of me uh, falls right into the character Zach because now Zach is not 16, but 30 years later he's he's in his 40s. You know he's a uh, He's uh he's a grown man who's had responsibilities and and now he's uh he's he's coming at this from a whole different direction but it's it's familiar it's common to him to be that way because that's the way he's always been right so it was interesting to go back uh, I really wanted to go back because my character uh, it was established in the very beginning um in the uh, in the the beginning of Power Rangers. Uh, we did our pilot, and then it went on to the series. I did the first 85 episodes, and and then we had this, you know, separation from the show, which was um, which was kind of crazy for the fans, and they didn't understand. And the story yeah. went on for me being like, you know, going to a peace treaty or whatever. But now to be back is something I think the fans needed because they, yes. if you grew up with me seeing me, and it's like for me not to have been back in 28 years. I think it's a comfort. It's like there he is. Yes, yes, yes. yes. We were. It's good to have you back, and yes. man, we missed you. And you know, I think everybody. The show went through so many iterations that you know, there have been lots of rangers for you to fall in love with, and we are one big family. But the origins of it, where it started, we were on TV every day. We were on yes. Monday through Friday, yes. and then eventually Monday through Saturday. So it was like it. It was ingrained in you. It was the game you played. It was like, yes. it was the way you, it was the adventures you had with your family and your friends. It was like, this is what we do. When I was a kid, I had um, the $6 million man and the $6 million woman. And my sister and I used to run down the street going, do, 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 like, do, 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 do. Like we're jumping up with the bionic legs and just having that imagination that we were these superheroes. Um, and, and, and this time it's, it's the kids that grew up having me be their superhero. So, yeah. uh, and me and, and all the rest of us, you know, the rest, the other six of us, um, yeah. originally started with the five of us, but then we got Tommy and Tommy joined in and, and that, that just changed the whole game. And so, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to be bringing this nostalgia back to everybody that's ever been a fan of Power Rangers and, um, I'm happy that I'm able to be there. It's perfect. Well, I'm excited. It do, to your point, it gives the necessary sort of closure as a fan to be able to be like, all right, 
Here's where Zach is. Here's what's going yes. on with him. We're excited yes. to see it. Well, perfect. So it's releasing uh, April 19th, 2023, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, once and always on Netflix. Uh, Walter, if people want to follow you and see what you're up to, what's the best way for them to do that? Guys, check me out on my Instagram, my social media, at Walter E. Jones. That is on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, and Facebook. I think it's Walter Emmanuel Jones, E-M-A-N-U-E-L, uh, on Facebook, but our Walter E. Jones fan page on Facebook. Um, yeah, follow me. I got lots of things coming up. We got the screening of, um, um, well, we have the, the screening of Power Rangers Once and Always. Um, that's going to be exciting on April 19th. Lots of nostalgia. You guys are going to love it. Uh, and I'm also coming out with a, a music project. So that's going to be dropping yeah. sometime soon after that. I'm I'm excited about it. I think the fans are going to love it. It's good music. So let's go. I love it. Well, Walter, thanks so much for being on the show today. Really appreciate it. Um, excited to watch it. And I am a fan. I'm excited to see it and see what's going on. So thank you so much. You're welcome, brother. It's good to talk to you. Of course. Fans, you've been uh, detoxing with detox. Now go and make a more inclusive world. If you know of an interesting person or story that needs to be told, please reach out to me at detoxpodcast at gmail.com. That's D-T-A-L-K-S podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at detoxpodcast or visit detoxpodcast.com. Also, be sure to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes if you like the show. It only takes a few seconds and it really helps us out. Link is in the show notes. Finally, thanks for listening. Please come back next week when we'll have another interesting conversation. And special thanks to my producers, Ben Lawant and Galan Aldaco. Without your help and support, this show wouldn't be possible. Thanks so much, guys. Detox is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com.